0: Adventure on the far-off Burma Road in China. That's where we join Terry Lee, young American, and his friends. They have just finished an exciting transcribed adventure at the headquarters of Captain Blaze, the red-twistered old smuggler. They have seen action against the notorious dragon lady and her men. And now they're due for new thrills. So you'll hear about them in just a moment. Cherry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Pineapple Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. Wouldn't you boys and girls get a kick out of sending secret messages in a code only your special pals could read? Wouldn't it be a thrill to flash messages at night in the famous Morse code and say, did you ever try drawing crazy pictures? Well, all those things are just extra features you get when you send for your periscope. The periscope itself is just about the swellest thing you ever saw. You can look around corners with it. It's a periscope, you know, and you can see over fences. A mighty handy thing to have along when you go to a ball game or a parade. And gosh, can you have fun playing G-Man and submarines. Now, this scope not only has eight exciting special features, but it's just like Terry's, the one you've been hearing about in the show. Libby has had this thrilling scope made for you. And right now, you can actually get it for only ten cents and two Libby's labels. Why think of it, kids? A real Terry Scope with eight extra special features. All that for just ten cents and two Libby's labels. The labels you'll need come from Libby's tomato juice and Libby's pineapple juice. Just one label from each and ten cents, and the Terry scope is yours. So get your labels right after the show, kids, and just do this. Just print your full name and address on the back of one label, then put the label to an envelope with ten cents, and mail to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. The word Libby's is spelled L-I-B-B-Y-S. That's the way to get your stereoscope scope with its tricky picture of Big Stoop and its eight exciting features. So send right away to Terry, care of Libby's, Chicago. Enclose a label from Libby's Tomato Juice, one from Libby's Pineapple Juice, and Ten Cents. And be sure to give your full name and address. And now, Carrie and the Pirates. Carrie <laughs> Lee, Pat Ryan, Burma, April King, Captain Blaze, and his daughter, Cherry, are on their way back to the Chinese town of Lashio, a place not far from the river and near the Burma Road. The Chinese boy, Connie, is also in the party. But General Chang and his soldiers have gone on ahead, leaving our friends to make the journey on foot. And so, with thrill-packed adventures behind them, let's catch up with Terry, who is trudging along beside the handsome Pat Ryan.
1: I wonder if we're walking too fast for the others, Pat. They seem to be coming
2: along all right, but... I guess we're all pretty tired. If anybody wants to stop, they still have lungs.
1: Yeah, they can holler. But I suppose they're all anxious to get as many miles behind them as possible. After sure, all, there's no sense in the hanging around Captain Blaze's place.
2: And after it was blown up. Say, that was a real explosion from what I heard.
1: Oh, that's so. You and Berman Connie were on your way back with Thing Sing and the other prisoners. Yeah, but
2: we heard it. Sorry.
1: <laughs> you know, the thing I can't get over is how Dude Hennig saved the life of Captain Blaze. Yeah. Yep, General Chang was all set to stand him up in front of the firing squad, and.
2: Well. Uh, good old dude. Drops in with his plane, does some fast-talking to General Chang, turns blades free and in charge of his daughter, and flies away again. She hardly had time to say hello and goodbye.
1: Ah, well, maybe we'll see dude in town. Well, a shield can't be much farther, can it?
2: According to my feet, we've walked a thousand miles. I'd say we have another two miles to go anyway. Uh,
1: my feet are not used to this hiking. Say you what... I'll drop back and see how the others are getting along.
2: Okay. And tell Burma to join me at the head of the column. I want to talk to her.
1: No sooner said than half done.
3: Hey, listen, Hanson. If you want me to walk with you, you'll have to shorten those strides. I'm no giraffe.
2: Oh, beautiful. Want a little chin music with you. Huh? Oh,
3: what's on that thing you call your mind?
2: Nothing. I was thinking about you.
3: Ah. Well, now that you're finished with the white crack, try and look intelligent. Now,
2: listen... We'll be in La Shea another half hour. We've got to make some plans.
3: <laughs> Not me, Pat. My plans are all made. Yeah, that goes for April, too.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. almost forgot. The orphanage, eh?
3: That's right. The orphanage. There's work to be done there. Well,
2: are you sure April wants to stay at the orphanage?
3: <laughs> I'll bet even she can't answer that. Why? What's on your mind? Nothing.
2: Only, well, we've finished up this Captain Blaze thing, and that leaves Terry and me and Connie on the loose.
3: I thought you lads were working for the Chinese army.
2: Well, General Chang, aside from a few fine words of praise, didn't give us any new orders, so I don't know where we stand.
3: Well, there's always things to do at the orphanage. Mrs. Finch can use a few able-bodied men. Finch?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, the woman runs the place. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't fancy being the handyman in the kindergarten. I doubt a would like it either.
3: Well, if you're going to hang around the place, you'll have to work for your food. I know Mrs. Finch. She's as hard as a nineteen hundred and forty prune. It's work or no eat.
2: Okay, so we work and eat, but it's only temporary.
3: Oh, now look, Curly Light. Haven't you had enough excitement for a while? Well, the Dragon
2: Lady got away. All right,
3: so the Dragon Lady put one over on you. Can't you forget her? <laughs> or does it hurt your pride to have a woman make a monkey out of you? Now yeah, look
2: beautiful. Women have been making monkeys out of men ever since the world began. Now, I, I just feel there's unfinished business to attend to.
3: Well, just yourself. And I bet you all the teacups in China that the folks walking behind us don't crave action.
2: <laughs> they don't look any too spry, do they?
3: <laughs> Just check them over. April's a dead pigeon. He's all in. Oh, so i Terry. And Connie's stumbling along way back there. Yeah.
2: Hi, right, Connie. Shake a leg. We left behind.
1: Terry. Yeah, Pat. I'll give him a hand. He's all in.
3: Captain Blaze isn't any too happy. The old red fox.
2: And that's because he's been paroled to his daughter, Cherry. (laughs) He has to do as she says, and he don't like it.
3: See, the one of them looks like they're going to bust out laughing. (laughs) You could do it about 48 hours sleep, my foolish friend.
2: When a gal starts talking smart, I figure she's worried about something. So let's have it, Burma. What's eating you?
3: Well, to be honest, Pat, I'm worried about the orphanage.
2: Well, isn't Mrs. Finch there?
3: Oh, I suppose so, but... The invaders has been active in these parts since you've been away, and all those children are in constant danger. You mean from air
2: raids and bombings? Well,
3: you can't tell from day to day. Hey, look across there. That's smoke, isn't it? Why? Yeah. Hey, look, Pat. Hey, that's where the town should be.
2: Smoke, all right. I don't see any planes. Haven't heard any guns. wonder what it could be.
3: Well, where there's smoke, there's sure to be firing.
1: Okay. Okay, back there. Let's step along. There's trouble in the town. Maybe we can lend a
3: hand. I. I can't run anymore. I'm all out of breath. We
1: can see the fire now. Oh. It's that building back behind us. It's. Terry. It's the orphanage.
2: That's right. Hey, look, Burma, you and the others come along as fast as you can. Terry yeah. sure, and I run on ahead. Come on, fellow, let's tip the wind. Yeah,
1: I'm there. Hey, you there. How did it happen? Don't get us anywhere. Hey,
2: Terry. Ask that fellow everybody got out. The place is a furnace now.
1: I've been talking to this old fellow, Pat, as near as I can make out, there's nobody in the building. All the children out? I'll ask him again. Lee who? Lee Ong. Babies go topside? And they nodding. I suppose that means that. They're being taken care of someplace else. Yeah, but how did they start? It wasn't a problem but a match. No sign of an explosion.
3: How they all Pat, tell me. Now,
2: now, take it easy. As we can tell, all the kiddies for well, safe.
3: how about Mrs. Finch? Is she with us? Yes. Right,
2: right. oh, Terry, where are you going?
1: This way, Burma. This way. I think I know where the children are.
2: Come on, let's follow Terry. Oh, Be careful, there. That side yeah. wall is caving in.
1: as I could make out from that old lady, he said the lone babies I suppose that means the orphans, he said the lone babies were topside by the river house. That was being place down here by the dock.
3: I hope he was right. I, I hate to see anything happen to those youngsters. They got enough trouble as it is. Well, take it easy,
2: beautiful. Well know soon enough. There's quarreling trouble.
1: I've never been down here before. I didn't know the town was so close to the river. Now let's go in. Oh no,
3: let me go in. The children know me and I know just how many there were, and if they're in this house, I'll count them. You and Terry wait here. Let me find out if
1: they're safe. Colin, look at Burma and hear her talk at other times. You wouldn't think she was such a softy about children, would you?
2: When you get to be as old as I am, Terry, you'll learn one important thing about women.
1: Yeah, what's that?
2: The older you get, the less you know. I gave up trying years ago. Look at the Dragon Lady. Look at Cherry Blaze or April. All different as nights and days, unpredictable as the weather.
1: Uh-huh,
2: I suppose so.
3: But, Pat, what about that fire?
1: God, you can even see the flames and smoke down here by the water. It wasn't a bomb or
2: an air raid, Terry. It was just a regular fire.
3: You mean the invaders didn't do it?
2: No, no, about that. But it didn't happen because of an explosion.
3: Then, well, how could it happen if... It... I don't know. They're all right. Huh? Oh, all
2: right. Wow. The
3: children inside? Yeah, all of them. I counted them. They're all safe. Only I I can't find out from even the oldest child where Mrs Finch is. Don't you know, suppose she
1: she couldn't get out of the other building? No,
3: I I think she went someplace. I I asked a couple of the children how they got here, and, and they said Mrs Finch brought them. Oh, I so. think
2: she's safe. Well, that's good. She's an old battle axe, but she has got a heart of gold. So I'm glad she didn't get hurt. Well, beautiful, looks like you walked from the end into the fire, or vice versa.
3: Well, I walked into a fire, all right. Hey, what do you mean?
2: With the orphanage, your pile of ashes, and a dozen youngsters on your hands, it looks like you and April have a job cut out for yourselves, eh?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, And once more, oh, yeah. Well, Mr. Ryan and Mr. Terry Lee, you boys are going to go to work right now for me. How do you like that? What? That's what I said. You're going to pitch in and get this shack ready for the kiddies and so are the rest of the folks. Now, until Mrs. Finch comes back, I'm in charge. And nobody eats who won't work. Uh, she may be an old battle axe, but I can be tougher than she ever thought of being. Now, you round up your pals and be quick. Bring them down here and I'll tell them what to do. I'm putting these orphans back on their feet, or whatever you call it. Golly, I,
2: I never
1: saw Burma like that
2: before. You see what I mean, Terry? Now, there's only one thing to know about a woman, and that is you don't know anything. Eh, come on. I know who the boss is, and it isn't you or me. Well,
0: Brimmer did the right thing when she took charge. And she'll keep Terry and Pat and the others stepping all right. But there's danger just around the corner, and I'll tell you what I mean in just a moment. Now, don't forget, boys and girls, that you can get a Terry soap just like the one Terry made. You can see around corners with it the way Terry does and find out what's going on behind you without turning your head. Many's the time you'll have the other kid plenty puzzles if you have a Terry scope. So take a label from a can of Libby's tomato juice and another from Libby's pineapple juice. On the back of one, print your full name and address, then mail the labels with 10 cents to Terry, care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Now, that's the way to get your terry scope, And, boy, will you be thrilled when it comes. Now, there's all kinds of fun for you in the terry scope. Why, it's got secret codes you can use with your special pals and new games and a swell trick you can do with a picture of Big Soup. So send in your Libby's tomato juice and Libby's pineapple juice labels with just ten cents right away. Give your name and address and mail to Terry, care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. I'll repeat that address. That's Terry, in care of Libby's, L-I-B-B-Y-S, Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Libby will shoot your Terry Scope right back. Now, in tomorrow's franchise side Adventure, we'll find out more about how the fire started and who started it. And we'll meet that sharp-tongued Mrs. Stint, who has such a big heart. It's going to wind up in a surprise thrill. So join
3: us for another exciting fairy tale along the Burma Road and the Yellow River.